December 10th. Oh, I feel like something special is happening on December 10th. No? Um, hmm. I just feel like something's with that date. Anyway, welcome guys back to Go Digger. Welcome. welcome. It's your girl, Ty, also known as Beautifully Fit One. And just also known as Just Kicking It. All right, y'all, we back with another episode. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about life as an entrepreneur or life as an aspiring entrepreneur, or as Jessica would call it, a dualpreneur. Yes. And at this moment, I am currently full-time entrepreneur because because of COVID and everything happening, you know. You were forced into entrepreneurship. Yes. But you know what? How does that feel? Scary. I can definitely Mm. tell you a lot. A fear has come upon me. There's blessings on the other side of fear. It really is. It really is. Because it's like, I know God does not give us the spirit of fear. But at the same time, as humans, we deal with these emotions. So it is. it definitely is a real thing. So That's I mean, how you know you're headed in the right direction. Though. Yeah. Definitely, man. I'm, I'm grateful for it at the same time. But a little, this fear has also been a little bit more motivating, more than I thought it would be, honestly. Mm-hmm. But... I think at the same time, I'm still battling. Like, do I do it? Should I not? Kind of teeter-tottering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for all my entrepreneurs, they understand what this process means. And for someone like me who did not have, like, this whole amount of savings saved up before you actually say I quit didn't my job. Didn't have a job. plan. Right, right. You know, it just, boom, it happened. And then it's like, oh, I really got to do something now. But yeah. Like my mom would say, be careful what you pray for. Because I was always like, you know, if I had the time, I would do the X, Y, and Z. Or I'd be like, if I didn't have to work full time, I would be doing this. But I think it's a testament of faith, honestly. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, although I don't have like that whole uh, nine to five or whatever full-time job and not having a steady income, it's like, are you going to trust and follow your dreams? Or are you going to just sit here and mope and just be like, oh, I need a job. So that was my message to you the other day. Yeah. See, this is why you need people on your team that remind you we are gifted. We are here for a purpose. See, Mm. and I was telling Jess the other day, I was like, girl, I thank you for that power talk because we go through these moments, you know, where it's just like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Just like my hands in the air. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm grateful. Like I said, I'm grateful for the change. Um, Just knowing that something good has to come from it. So I'm always optimistic about things. For sure. Yeah. So let's get into it. The highs, the lows, the good, the bad, the ugly. I know. We don't talk enough about the ugly. You know, we everything don't. is just so like glamorized and like oh yeah like i live my best life i'm traveling i'm an entrepreneur i have so much freedom but they don't really talk about like the grit and the lows right so exactly and it comes with it's growing pains you know i think it's definitely been something that shapes and i think molded me because it was like it let me see areas that i know that i'm really good at and made me realize like i really want to go this direction because I can see something good coming from it. Mm-hmm. 
On the flip side of that, it will expose your weaknesses too. Like the things that you struggled with in oh, the workplace man. and the things that you struggled <laughs> with in life, whether it was like staying on task, time management, mm-hmm. like being an entrepreneur is only going to like magnify those weaknesses. It's going to like really expose them and show you like, you know, this is why you need to be disciplined in yeah. those areas. Yep, and what they said, discipline is staying true to what you said that you were going to do, even after the mood you said it in, it mm. has, you know, moved on from. Yeah. And I think that's a real statement because we can say all these things we want to do, but it's like, are we really going to stick to it? Although we, mm-hmm. you have those days, I don't want to, I just want to sleep in. And I ain't going to lie, I'm one to one sometimes. I know, I feel that though. <laughs> like, yeah, you feel so like committed like yes. the day before and you're like, yep, I'm going to do this tomorrow. Yep. I have everything mapped out. Right. But then once that feeling is gone that next day, you're like, uh uh-uh, you're not as committed to it. So Right. And I think I know one thing for me that has been helpful um is having a to do list because it's like it helps me stay focused, but at the same time it's like when you have those moments like, Man, I'm not I don't feel like it and I see it, it's like I know I got all this stuff I need to do. Mm-hmm. Like I got a million and one things I feel like I need to do, so like, there's no time for me to be like I don't want to do it, you know, but right. at the same time, giving yourself grace and, and time to rest. Cause I do believe in rest and recovery is, mm-hmm. it is essential, especially as an entrepreneur, because you realize like as entrepreneurs, we have to do everything. We have to be our secretaries. We have to be like, uh, our financial coach, our business coach. I mean, we just Marketing, have so sales, many things. just everything. Right. Right. And then why you also trying to keep up with your own mental health, physical health, emotional health, it's just a lot sometimes, but you know, entrepreneurship ain't from the the week at heart. Yeah, so. but I can say it's very rewarding. You know, it's really rewarding to sit back and see. You know what I did that I accomplished yeah. that it's mine. Um, you know, and it's it's growing and it's flourishing and it's something that you birthed and created. Right. So it's it's good. And I can see why people would say like your your business is your baby because once you see it, like you said, you're nurturing it and you're taking care of it you know, you're making it kind of like your own. You definitely want to see it grow and become something that you actually seen in your head. Mm-hmm. I, I saw this, uh, I was listening to a podcast uh, uh, the other day and I forgot who said it. And they were like, um, everything happens twice in life. And I was like, what do you mean by that? Like, she was like, basically it happens in your mind and then when it manifests, you mm-hmm. know, most of the time, like when oh, you yeah. see things, it's like you see it before in your head. And mm-hmm. then I always get excited about something I saw or, or envisioned. And it's like, man, this mm-hmm. really like came to fruition. I'm just yeah. like at all about those moments. I'm like, see, this is how you know God is real. I know. And you know, on on another token about that is that that kind of like speaks to me and like my mantra about the whole aspiration, inspiration, motivation, right. because I feel like you have to see Check it. Check a line out. You have Sorry. to see it. Be- shameless book. <laughs> you have to see it before you see it. And sometimes you have to like, aspire to achieve that thing and just get all the inspiration that Mm -hmm. you need to really kind of focus on that and then that later just drives your motivation to do it and and pursue it right and speaking of motivation what like really was one of those things that kept you motivated or even just like kind of like kick-started you in the direction of you wanted to be a dualpreneur and eventually an entrepreneur uh, for me, I just saw how I performed for other people's companies yes, and some of the gifts man. and talents that I brought to those Say organizations. That. Um, I was just like, you know what? I can definitely do it on my own. Right. I can definitely do it on my own. And, um, yeah. Just so kinda... what was your first business? 
my first business was personal training business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of spent off from the gym job. Uh, right. I think at the time I was working for $15 an hour. <laughs> and although I thought that that was good in my mind, um, I knew that I could charge about 25 to $30 right. an hour. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I didn't have a facility to train out of. So that didn't stop me. So I started like training in the park training in people's home. I mean, I literally was like loading the equipment in right. my car. I remember and, those days, man. You know, <laughs> just trying to get my own clients, get my business cards. Right. Uh, that first business card. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, and, I, and I'll and i never forget, I got my business cards printed at work in the West End Mall. Somebody like on like the little, you know, little cheap white yeah. cards with the black lettering. Mm-hmm. And um, I still have that card, by the yeah, way. Yeah. It just kind of like, <laughs> I created me a name and I was like, this is what it's going to be. And right. I'm just going to go get my clients. I just, in hindsight, I just feel like I wish I was more like focused and motivated like I am now. Mm-hmm. I would be much farther along. Um, but yeah, that's how it that's how it got started. And then from there, I just started to really just pour into other gifts and talents and say, you know what, maybe I can try this or right. try this aspect of, of business and try that and try, you know, selling shirts. If you can sell memberships for a gym, you can what? definitely sell your Man. own merchandise, you know, so $15 or, or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I can sell sneakers that I work for the Foot Locker company. Right. So if I can sell other people's product, I'm sure that I can sell mine. We so. have so much of the similar backgrounds. It's amazing. Like when I think about it, it's like, uh, a ripple effect though when you realize like all the things we've done and the stuff we're good at and it's like we really can try this and make it our own and like go from there and build from it and create these businesses so man it's always good to just have other people on your team that can also see that vision and help push you through because you know what as an entrepreneur dualpreneur there's going to be times when you don't feel like motivated mm. to do those things that you know in your heart of hearts that this is something that God is giving you and that you know for sure this is something you want to, you know, do. So I'm grateful for those moments, man, because, you know, it's not always easy. Right. <laughs> but I remember uh, kind of doing the same thing with those cars, and I think we were, like, both going back and forth with, like, what we were going to name the business, like our businesses. Um, and by the way, we both started our separate training businesses. Um, so we were into the whole fitness thing, working out outdoors and whatnot. So those, those were the foundations, uh, mm-hmm. the foundational days. So, um, what do you think has been one of those things that you, you felt like you valued the most, um, as you went through and like understanding with your gifts and talents, like the, that thing that you valued the most, what you learned, I guess, through the process. Mm. of like stepping out and doing your own thing what I learned first is probably um being cognizant of the details as well as creating a good foundation for your business because if you don't if the foundation of it is not right and when I say the foundation like the paperwork aspect Mm -hmm. um the legal stuff you know, just making sure everything is right and tight. So for me, like that's been very important just in anything that I ever try to start or do. Right. You know. What about you? Yeah, for me it was just like I think for me it was more like a confident thing. Like once I realized that working out working for somebody else first and then realizing like I'm good at it and people can see that I'm gifted with this why can't I do this on my own? So mm-hmm. for me, it was like 
the most valuable thing I learned was like being confident in myself and like recognizing like I've been given this gift for purpose. Right. And then building from that. And then comes along all the other aspects, uh, like you were saying, like just building that foundation from there. But for me, it all started out like just being confident and knowing that this is for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then recognizing that that purpose is greater than you, because now in retrospect, just thinking back on like the people we were working out with at the gym and they can talk about like, man, you girls were really good, you know, helping us out, keeping mm-hmm. us motivated and like stuff that has helped them along the, you know, along the road, you know, down the line. It's just like, wow, that's kind of, it's, it's motivating, you know, to mm-hmm. keep doing what I'm doing because it's like I help somebody along the way. Right. So that's been definitely a blessing in his own. What would you say is the ugliest thing that you've been through as an entrepreneur? Oh, that's a good one. The ugliest thing I would probably say, oh, that caught me off guard. <laughs> um, the ugliest thing, I don't know if it would be ugly, the challenging. Um, well, yeah, you can ugly, say challenging, kind of. Bad and ugly or whatever. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, it's just like not sticking to what I said I wanted to do in the beginning. Because I think sometimes for me, maybe not the ugliest thing, but the most challenging thing is like maybe saying one thing and not really following through with it. And then like coming back to it later down, later, like down the line, like maybe a year or two or years later. And you're like, I should have did it then. Cause you mm-hmm. think about like how, how far, far along I could have mm-hmm. been if I would have stayed down the path that I knew that I probably should have went down. So I think for me, it's like, it feels like missed opportunities mm-hmm. like sometimes, but uh, I'd say maybe that maybe not the ugliest, but sometimes that could be a challenge for me because I hate feeling like I missed opportunities and I beat myself up because like you have all this free time, <laughs> right? And stuff, and it's like don't squander your time mm-hmm. here, you know? Yeah, so, don't waste time. right. So it's just like I guess just learning how to navigate those moments when you you take these opportunities and you make the best of it, you know? Um, yeah. What about you? Hmm. I've been through a couple ugly things um from like rerouting the business to the legal stuff especially like with the shirts and oh, yeah. just going in it backwards and although I felt like I created a solid foundation for that mm-hmm. going through it backwards meaning like from copyrights trademarks and things like that you never feel like somebody will steal your idea until you like see it on the internet and you're like oh my gosh that's like eerily similar and then right. you try to like reach out to your lawyer and they're like oh well I mean there's nothing you can really do about it because it's not the same exact words and you're just like oh my god this is just like gut-wrenching in right. a sense um so I was think that that was probably like the most like ugliest thing that I've been through but just kind of like what you said you know um some things that you know I failed to stick with and I know you know in my heart of hearts that if I would have just stuck it out um I would be farther alone right and it's interesting that you say that because at one point I just knew I knew that God told me like just trust me Mm -hmm. I got you just do it but I was talked down by so many people because it's like Jessica you can't you can't have your own business you I mean you have to work you have to have insurance you have to you have to you know just jump out there and you have to go to work type thing. And it's like, at that time, I mean, I was living at home. I was like rent free, bill free. And I felt like that probably would have been the best opportunity to, to, but everybody else is trying to tell you to get your (laughs) wings and fly. And you're just like, well, let me just stay in the nest a little bit so I can just go ahead and grow into this thing. And it's just like, in hindsight, I can understand now how a lot of people are like, 
forget they, you know, forget they, forget what they say, forget what they just forget Mm -hmm. they, because they weren't giving they, yeah, (laughs) they will, will paralyze. Right. Exactly. So, and it's hard. Like, I mean, when you think about that, it's like, why do we care so much about what they say anyway? Because at the end of the day, they're not paying your bills. You know, they're not there for when you have to really be up late making these shirts or, you know, doing all the other business aspects for your job. So I'm like, why do we get ourselves involved with others that really, most of the time, aren't really there for us for the long haul? You know what I'm saying? Like to actually see all this come about. And then again, too, it's like, who's to say, like, if you... Like, where will you be if you didn't start it? You know, I think about that, too. Like, what happens if I don't do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be impactful at the end of the day and, like, you know, making sure that I do use what I've been given, you know? Because right. I would really hate to feel like, again, the missed opportunities, you know, because I already felt like I missed a couple of them. So yeah. I'm just hoping they come back full circle. <laughs> How would you tell people when... I know this sounds weird, but when, when, in other words, like when the time is right or when. I don't think there is a right time. I mean, but how do they know when? Like, okay. So for instance, you work in your nine to five and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I have these skills and these talents. And I've been thinking about this and I've been thinking about that. It's like, how do you tell somebody, for instance, a budding entrepreneur or somebody that's trying to get to that point, how do you tell them? that when like for me I guess my advice would be like to pray about it so when yeah. you know in your heart of hearts Seek that, that peace. like like I know in my heart of hearts that God was like you know what just do it everything was falling into place at that right. time too but I again I mean I said I let they talk me down and mm-hmm. they mean well meaning your parents your family they mean well but at the same time forget they right right <laughs> and they can be the hardest sometimes because they are the ones that you know, you grew up with, they raised you and everything. But at the end of the day, it's like, again, they're not given that dream. Everybody's been gifted with something. And I think it's it's unfair for parents to feel like they put that much weight on their kids to make it feel like just because they may be afraid of doing it or it's not their dream, they want to keep you from it. And I think I, I see that that way because I think I was raised as so my mom always instilled in me, like, you know, seek God first, pursue what you want to do. Um, and go after it. So it's like, I've never really had to deal with the whole family kind of like in your business and not doing stuff. It was kind of like, I guess a free spirit type thing. Like just do what you want. You know, if that's feel, if you feeling led to do it, do it, you know, but seek God. It was all seek God first. So I think that's the most important thing. is just understanding. Like if this is something God is calling you to, can't no man take it from you. Mm-hmm. So I might need a hashtag for it. Put that on something. Okay. something God calling you to can't no man take it from you hmm. maybe that could be a quote for tomorrow hmm. okay okay you might need to write that down so you forget it yes, you'll I call will. me up and say what, what I say what I say and I'm like I don't know just play the podcast back <laughs> right like, run that back it <laughs> figure it out um what kind of resources would you say you need as an entrepreneur or um, a budding entrepreneur um I think for one Keeping a solid group of, of it could be a mentor, friend or two, but people that's going to propel you and help you reach that goal that can kind of keep you motivated. I think mm-hmm. that's a great, valuable resource. Um, other things like as far as I think it's specific to what you're what you're um, what you're pursuing, like your business. What is it that you're really pursuing as far as resources? But 
Um, I know like I'm learning now, like the whole small business administrations and what they actually are help, I guess what they offer other business to help them along the road. But um, understanding taxes. Oh, man, that's a whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. Like, that has always, you know what? To go back to that challenge thing, that's probably one of them. Yeah, the taxes part, the <laughs> Man, financial piece. The financial piece has always been challenging for me because your accounts and yeah, because managing your money. Challenge. My challenge has always kind of been more so on the money aspect because it's like that's not my strongest suit, but mine is more like creativity. I love to see things and put it together. Um, but as far as other resources, um, you got me. Uh, what else am I missing? Um, for me, I would think um, immediately is like people and to go and like shadow or observe or follow on social media people that are doing something that you're trying to pursue and always try to think about what you offer differently and and like how you can like level up and be a step ahead Mm -hmm. um and don't be afraid to reach out to those people i mean i know i shadowed a few trainers um when i first started um i went and sat in a few gym locations to kind of see like how do you run it like what are you doing and like you know, just kind of understanding more about the business. I mean, even the same thing for the shirts and stuff. I mean, I took a different route. I was trying to like get some apparel and some fashion, meet fitness and other stuff done. But then I actually had to go and, you know, get some mentorship from somebody else that was already making shirts to yeah. show me how to do this thing. And so I was going like, to say that too. Yeah. Internships, um, externships, all that, um, I think are beneficial for whatever you're trying to accomplish because if you've never done it before, you wouldn't really know what to do, like or where to start. So having someone who's already been there, done that, can kind of help you along the way too. But I think people sometimes um, shy away from that because people are so like they want you to pay for everything. Yeah. They're so selfish when it comes I think, to. It, I think information. it's gotten like that over these last few years. Yeah, though. because everybody is selling something. Right. Like buy my ebook, buy my so I can I show like you how, knowledge. show you how to do it. Right. Um, that's just like a new thing that's. Mm-hmm really kind of and everybody else is kind that's kind of like what's keeping the entrepreneur wheel going because they're just like i'll show you how to get such and such followers on instagram or i'll show you how to do to a certain extent but i don't believe in like you got to charge for everything because i feel like for me there's instances where i feel like i would want to offer some free stuff just like um to go back to the retreat, sometimes I think it's great to have people who want to involve themselves and give out free information. Not to say the retreats are free, but, you know, having like, you know, people who want don't mind sharing their gifts. So in certain instances, I think it's great to offer some services that kind of like, you know, freebies. Mm-hmm. Um, but also as an entrepreneur, I think it's also good to show up, to show up and just tell people, hey, this is what I do. And I'm not looking for anything in return. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that should be all the time, but you know, this is like a community service thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, but as far as other resources, anything else we're missing? No, I think that's pretty much yeah. it. So, and I know a lot of people get caught up in startups, you know, like cost and everything. And I think for me, training wasn't that bad as far as starting up because a lot of stuff you know you pick up along the way like for me i was always looking for like deals on weights and yeah and you can always find it at stores right you know like that. that and that stuff you can take you know with you anywhere um so that was pretty cool um doing that but as far as everything else um i think it just depends start where you are yeah use what you have yep yep um, and the money would come you know i know people get caught up on money but i don't think you necessarily need a whole lot of money 
It depends yeah. on what you're doing. But. I love when people be like, yeah, I started out with this little raggedy $200 laptop that was falling apart and the screen kept blanking <laughs> on and stories. off. And, you know, and I just started building and writing my programs on that same raggedy laptop right. or, you know, I, w- I didn't have an office space. I would go sit in my car and, mm-hmm. you know, and just write out everything. So I think you just, you really have to start where you are and, yeah. and use what you have. Exactly. And the rest will come. I think when you are a firm believer, the universe will bring you exactly what's meant for you. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I think that's good, though. I mean, I think I feel like most people who understand like the whole entrepreneurship thing, be willing to take the chance because it's risky. I think just living anyway is a risk. Mm-hmm. So I think people should just be willing Especially to take Especially nowadays. Risk. Yeah. I mean, you go outside. You, right. <laughs> Risking breathing on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd be, I, I would definitely say, hey, take the risk. Do it. If you are passionate about something and you have vision and, and um, like Jessica said, aspiration, inspiration, motivation, let that be your motivation. Mm-hmm. Whatever inspires you, motivate you. Yeah. If you're looking for a sign, this is it. There so. you go. Do it. Mm-hmm. And do it afraid. That's right. That was my quote not too long ago. Do it afraid. Yep. There's, yeah. I was going to go on, but I won't. Ah, um, save it for another time. Hey. Yeah. So the quote for today is, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Amen. All right. So. We're going to leave y'all on that note. But until the next one, you guys, remember, you can follow us on IG or Facebook at Go Dig Her, which is G-O-A-L-D-I-G-G-H-3-R. Or you can follow us on, I mean, send us emails. Remember, you can let us know if you there's topics you want us to talk about, any foot feedback. Uh, send us an email at GoDigHer at gmail.com. All right, y'all. Until next time, we are out. This is your girl, Ty, also known as Beautifully Fit. And Jess, also known as Just Kicking It. All right, y'all. Be blessed.